Today is Leap Day. February 29th is the rare day that comes up on the calendar every four years. But why? To learn why there's an extra day on the calendar this year, Lake Effects expert Nunez is joined by our astronomy contributor, Gene Creighton. After their conversation, we'll hear from a few Milwaukeeans who get to celebrate their birthday today, also known as Leaplings, and others who have a significant connection to February 29th. Once every four years, we get an extra day tacked onto February, and people born on February 29th actually get to celebrate their birthday. But where does this extra day come from? Okay, this is a great conversation because it connects astronomy with daily life, right? So it turns out that the Earth takes 365 and a quarter days to go around the sun, which means that you have choices. You can either say, oh, I'm going to call a year 365 days, and over a period of time, you'll find that you're falling behind. So a quarter of a day doesn't sound like a lot, and it's true, in a lifetime, this wouldn't be very much. But people have been observing the stars for thousands of years, and people all around the world figured out we'll have to make adjustments, and different cultures made different kind of adjustments, but it invariably is from time to time, we just add some extra days, so that what we call, say, January still falls in wintertime. If you don't make these adjustments, then what you call the beginning of the year is going to fall in different seasons, which for most people around the world was, was not acceptable. That makes sense. I was going to ask, what if we just, what would happen if we went without it? Is it even necessary? So that's an interesting question because we have an example of what it looks like when we don't make these adjustments. This doesn't have to do with the leap year, but it has to do with using the lunar year. Some cultures don't choose to make this correction. They just say, you know what? We can let the beginning of the year and whatever other celebrations in the year slide into whatever season they come up. So for example, the Muslim calendar is strictly lunar, which means that if you add the full moons in the year, 12 full moons, every year you're going to be 11 days short from the full solar year. So over time, your celebrations are going to literally slip into different seasons. Some of you might have noticed that Ramadan can be any day of the year. And I think that's principally because where Islam started near the equator, relatively near the equator, the seasons aren't that pronounced. So whether Ramadan is in February or August makes very little difference. But in religions where they really took off in parts of the world where there's very noticeable difference in the length of the day at different times of the year, that it was more important to align or the beginning, let's say, of the year with a certain season. Does that make sense? Yeah, that sounds really interesting. And I didn't even realize how much it plays into our, like you mentioned, daily lives and how it could throw things off course for some people in the way that we live. 
Well, this might be a silly question, but could we spread that extra time, that quarter time of a day throughout the entire year? It's more complicated than that because it turns out that in modern society, the knowing of what time it is right now is a very complex, sophisticated thing because satellites require it, computers require it. You can't fudge it. So it's important to know, ah, we're adding this amount of time or we're even allowing extra seconds. There are such a thing as leap seconds to make sure that all of this works tickety-boo. And the moment we start saying, oh, let's Let's be relaxed about it. A lot of our systems actually would fall apart. Wow. And so do these leap days actually occur and take place every four years exactly? Well, there are, of course, in all rules, there are exceptions. And I I don't remember offhand all the rules, but I think it is every four years. Yes. But it's different if it's a hundredth year and a thousandth year. So there's some there's some micromanaging there of, of years where in fact, we don't add a leap year. But by and large, the rule is that yes, we add an extra day every four years. And I do feel sorry for the people who are born on the 29th of February, but I assume <laughs> they figure out a way to celebrate themselves yearly and perhaps have a really big party every four years. Well, thank you, Jean. I really appreciate it and helping make sense of this fascinating day. Thank you, Excaret, for asking me things that have to do with daily life because I love the idea that we can put in our listeners' minds that the beautiful things in the night sky affect how we live our lives in terms of how we keep track of time. So many of our rituals are around the motions of celestial bodies. So. Every opportunity I have to kind of point that out is a delight for me. My name is Anna Flack Arcello, and I was born on Leap Day in 1984. My name is Aaron Arcello, and I was also born on Leap Day in 1984, and I'm married to Anna Flack Arcello. Aaron and I met when we were living in New York City, and I went to his apartment with some friends for a party and someone randomly introduced Aaron as a person who had a leap year birthday and I was really taken aback because I had never, I mean it's kind of rare to have somebody you meet have a leap year birthday and he was really cute and so the combination of those two things together kind of took me aback and then he played it really cool. and did not seem that interested in it. I did play it very cool. I think my response was something along the lines of, oh, cool, you're also born on Leap Year. So was my roommate's mom, and so was that guy over there. Yeah, it was too cool. For me, I I really, I grew up in a small town, and so I grew up kind of never knowing anyone who had my exact same birthday. And so the fact that Aaron was born in Rhode Island, I was born in Michigan, And here we were meeting in New York City, just felt like this completely cosmic sort of thing to me. And it just felt really exciting. I think it it became such a core part of our relationship story. And it was something that I I stopped playing cool and started embracing. I loved, you know, the cosmic kind of romantic quality about it. And 
The idea of being born on the same day in the same year and finding each other um, means that, you know, we've spent every day uh, on this earth at the same time, you know, not necessarily together in the same place, but we've been on the same kind of cosmic journey uh, in life together since February 29th, 1984. And I think that's that's really special and, and an amazing relationship story that we have. Yeah, it's definitely a core part of kind of how we introduce ourselves. Obviously, it's a really key icebreaker. So when you say, you know, oh, I'm born on February 29th, and then you kind of pause and you're like, and so is my husband. I mean, people are usually really intrigued by that and find it really unique and different. I do remember after meeting Aaron, we didn't start dating right away, but I remember calling my mom and being like, I met this guy and he's really cool and he has the same birthday. And she was just like, you have to go for him. <laughs> it has to happen. On the outside of Anna's engagement ring and then on the inside of my wedding band, my best friend is an artist and he designed this um, interlocking 22984 design. Um, so we have that as part of our, and it forms a heart and it's kind of inter interlocked. Yeah, and now we have kids, and I think they are real strong evangelists for February 29th. They're really interested in it, and they tell all their friends about it. They seem they're really excited, so it's kind of cute. And every time we have a leap year birthday, we definitely go big. And so we'll either take a trip, or we'll bring friends together, or we will have a big party. And so I think that's usually how we've celebrated most of our leap year birthdays over the course of our life. We tried a long time ago to figure out what are the chances of two people being born on Leaf Day. We, I'm not a good enough mathematician to figure that out, but it is the rarest birthday, so. It is. <laughs> She's one in a million for sure. <laughs> Thanks. My name is Christina Land, and I was born on Leap Day back in 1980. My special Leap Day birthday traditions are I really like to play into the number in terms of how many leap days have I had. So this year, I will be turning 11 for the second time. Uh, and an excuse to do something silly and youthful for my friends, we're going to go up to Thurston Bowl and play that crazy game they've got going on up there. We've got some Connect Four basketball going on. And so my main tradition is just getting to do something youthful that normally my friends and I don't do on the weekends. Growing up, my mom was also really into what was the number and what age am I turning. So when I turned 12, also turning three, I had a dance party in our dining room, as you do as a 12-year-old. And uh, my mom had a giant banner made. So it said like, happy third birthday slash 12th birthday. So she always sort of played into that. So that was always a fun thing growing up was that my mom acknowledged every four years that this was even more special than the other three out of four years. On a non-leap year, I mean, we all want a birthday month. And I figure if you don't have a birthday, then you do just get the whole month, right? Like I'm gonna own February for every non-leap year. Um, one of the pros of having a birthday every four years or having a birthday as unique as leap day is it's a built-in conversation starter. I, I work in corporate America, so we often have to do icebreakers. I'm meeting new customers. I'm meeting new employees all the time. And having a fun fact about yourself on hand is always really helpful as you're starting to, to do those introductions. So I always have a built-in icebreaker, so that's definitely a pro. I've got a couple of stories about cons of a, a leap day birthday. 
One, which is very small, is not every website acknowledges that February 29th exists. So when you're putting in your birthday for whatever reason into a website, I've emotionally accepted. Sometimes I have to say my birthday is February 28th because they don't, they don't know and they don't have it in the list. And the other one, it's not legally recognized until March 1st. So being the good UW-Milwaukee college student that I was when I turned 21, I went to BBC, which is now Hacienda, up on North and Farwell. And when the gentleman at the door carded me, he noticed that the under 21 line was different than my birthday because I was under 21 until March 1st, 2001, and my birthday is February 29th, 1980. So I had to stand on that corner explaining to him how the calendar works and that my birthday was real, my ID was real, and it wasn't a fake just because those dates don't match up. So that was a little bit of a con, but it, it only happened once or twice. I think the only cool perks were for being a leap day birthday I've come across is is just an excuse to act immature and blame it on my age. My name is Drew Shackleford and I'm connected to Leap Day because that is when I asked my husband, Scott Casey, to marry me. My name is Scott Casey and my connection to Leap Day is that it's the day that my wife, Drew Shackleford, asked me to marry her. I chose Leap Day to ask Scott to marry me specifically because I thought it really fit the kind of whimsical tone of our relationship, but also it's a really old tradition in the British Isles that on Leap Day, women get to ask men to marry them. And I thought it was absolutely perfect. So a few months before, kind of set about researching it, seeing about all the old traditions and I decided to just surprise him one frosty morning. It was uh, really, really cold outside. I remember that, and um, I don't know. I thought it was kind of perfect. It was, uh, it was quite a surprise uh, when Drew asked me. Like she said, it was, a, it was a frosty morning, and we'd had a German breakfast of pretzels and sausages. I lived in Germany for a long time, and, uh, and then she said, let's, uh, let's go for a drive. And I was a bit confused because it was so cold. And we went out to a, a special spot for us, a very special spot now, under a tree in a park. And it was pretty desolate. There was no people there. And I was kind of confused about why I was there. But then she uh, just pulled out a bottle of champagne and I looked at her and said, are you going to ask me to marry you? And uh, she did. I would say that I had been planning on asking him to marry me five maybe six months uh the thing is sometimes he would just look at me when we were having a beautiful moment he would say will you marry me someday and he would say that over and over again and so i knew that eventually that was going to be what we were doing and i just decided to go ahead and claim my date of february the 29th we didn't get married on the 29th and we do have the separate wedding anniversary but i kind of I like this one better because, you know, it's not one you kind of have to, you know, for a wedding anniversary, you know, it happens every year, so it's a little bit more routine. But when it's something like this, you know, it's a day that doesn't exist in another year. And so you can kind of go all out. And so I've got some things planned, which I can't really go into, but they don't involve us being in the state of Wisconsin. I can tell you that much. 
yeah, I'm really excited about it. He keeps giving me little hints here and there about it, but not anything substantial. So I think it's absolutely brilliant because, like Scott said, having an anniversary once every four years means that it doesn't happen the other three years. It just doesn't exist the other three years. So we can acknowledge that leap year then it happens and um, we get to enjoy that magic very sporadically and October 9th our wedding day anniversary so we get to celebrate our anniversary no matter what but we get to go all out on February 29th and really put uh, a lot of emphasis on our own personal holiday I guess for us. Jean Creighton is the director of the Manfred Olson Planetarium at UW-Milwaukee, and she spoke with Lake Effect's Excret Nunez. Happy birthday to Anna Flock Arcello, Aaron Arcello, and Christina Land, and a very happy engagement anniversary to Drew Shackelford and Scott Casey. You can learn more about Leap Day at wuwm.com. <laughs>